0: made it just in time. Come on, let's go get a seat. Good evening, everybody. How is everybody doing this evening? Welcome to another episode of Julia's Trucker Cafe. I'm your host, Julia. And tonight, I am very happy to announce that we have a special guest on the show. A lot of you may not know him. He's nobody popular or anything like that. But he's a uh, trucker that I met out on the road for a little while. And uh, Thunderbird, we'd like to welcome you to the show. Hello. Are you, uh, Tower. so where exactly are you at this evening, Thunderbird?
1: Uh, Ashland, Ohio, on, the highway, on uh, highway 30.
0: And uh, where are you happy to go? And you run out of Texas, don't you?
1: Yeah, I'm headed back for Dallas. Okay. Uh, so I'm going, to, I, I'm going to Tyler, excuse me. Tyler, Texas. Oh, okay. That's where I'm going.
0: And how long have you been driving?
1: Oh, 30, 35 years.
0: So you started out, what, as a young man driving truck?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: What kind of truck were you were you driving back in the day?
1: When I first got in, uh, uh, it was a... Uh, store oh, yeah. Two International Cab over. Over the
0: Two International 2 Two Forty Seven. Is what it was. And, and you're kind of tall, aren't you? How tall are you?
1: Six three.
0: Wasn't yeah. it kind of cramped being in a in a cab over? And you're six three. Cramped? Cramped ain't the word for it. It's like riding in a cracker box. <laughs> and, uh, were those the kind back in the day with a doghouse in the middle where you had to climb over into the bunk?
1: uh Yeah. And if you had to put your clothes to change clothes, you had to lay down over the bed. Wasn't no stand up. The only thing you had was power steering. That was it.
0: And you were lucky to have power steering back in those days, wasn't it? Uh,
1: oh, that was an option. That was a that was a luxury.
0: Was, right and what was the air conditioning like? Now you know I'm I'm in Alabama. I'm uh, just uh, south of Birmingham, Alabama, and I have to deliver in uh, Louisiana in the morning. And um, it's a uh, uh, a great 97 degrees here in in Birmingham, Alabama. So what was the air conditioning like back in those days in a cabover?
1: Roll the window down and open the wings, at, at fifty-five to sixty mile an hour if you could get away with it. And you got and all the bugs and you got all the, the cards in the air inside the truck with you.
0: And and now you are running twin sticks, and a lot of the new drivers wouldn't even know what twin sticks are. Um, can you describe what twin sticks are?
1: Well, that was the that, that was the uh, the KW. That was the first one. That I tried to drive when I was about 16. Twin sticks is, is two sticks to the floor. It's usually a five and a three, a five and a four, six and a four. The four is the, is the second gear shift, which is a browning behind the main transmission. And you stick your arms in the steering wheel and shift gears at, the boat, at both times. And you had Armstrong power steering and all that back then. No air conditioners. And you could sit in the driver's seat and just reach over and virtually roll the window down on the pasture side without being no more than about maybe six to eight inches. Right. But the, the two and two sticks were, was just that. You shouldn't throw them at the same time. Right. And this one I hang hanging up. Then you roll over. You, you put over to the side of the road and you start it all over again.
0: I remember those days, and I didn't even, that's one thing, one transmission I haven't drove is uh, twin sticks. But when I was first learning, really? I had a um, cab over Peterbilt with a short uh, eight-speed short stick on it. And they again in a doghouse. And many a time, you'd miss a gear and have to pull over on the side of the road and start all over again when I first started out here. And we won't say how long ago that was. I've I've said that in previous episodes I want to remind everybody That this week Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday Is the Blitz And the Blitz What we call Us old timers Are called the Blitz The big um, Inspection Nationwide inspection They're going to be focusing on Hours of service ELDs Keep your ELDs right Don't have any violations Because from what rumor has it is that they can still go back uh... eight days even with a thirty four hour reset they still could go back eight days what do you think about the, how would you set up or how would you get prepared for this blitz there at Thunderbird
1: well I'd make sure that I had all my hours down right even though, even though it's not paper anymore like it was back in our day um, like you said, they just do look at this and go back eight things. All they got to do is plug in their computer to the, to the, the port underneath there, and they can pull it up. Won't take them a second for them to do it nowadays. Make sure you, you, uh, when you do your inspection the feeling you're supposed to be on duty. Make sure that you're on duty for that. And when you're off duty, when you do an inspection, make sure that you've done a right inspection. Make check all your lights, your tires. Every Everything you think that they're going to check, you check it. Because if they, they, if they find something to put you on a the server, they will. Not that they are being hard cases. That's their job. But just, just double check yourself. You don't think something looks right, check it. Then check it again. And make sure on you your logbook everything's fine. Everything, when you in the bunk, is supposed to be in the bunk. Uh, if you got to show on duty loading or unloading or whatever, okay, fine, show it. That way they that way they can they ain't got nothing to to call you on.
0: Now normally I when I show sorry, normally when I show loading and unloading, I usually show no more than ten minutes because I'm so used to paper. Nope. Ten to fifteen minutes. Yeah. How long do you show when you're usually loading or unloading or fueling?
1: Oh, I usually show about fifteen minutes, depending on uh, now if I'm checking in line. And a lot of them usually send that. I'll go off duty while I'm checking in line waiting for the fuel. Right. I'll, if I I go, then whenever I hit the thing, or if I just pull up and and, and I'm setting just one truck, well then I'll just go on duty. So I'll drive and go on duty, and then I, I go ahead and, and take my shovel 15 minutes, and then I'll go get out of the fuel island parking, go off duty, and do whatever I want. But I'll touch my fueling delivery, whatever you said, 50, at, least, at least 10 minutes.
0: Okay. And do you show scaling? Because there's an argument... That you know, uh, if I, for for me, for example, I use the the you know weigh my truck app, um, and by the time mm-hmm. I get onto that scale, and um, it's my ELD is still saying that I'm driving because it doesn't even take a minute or two to to put it on the app. So if you're gonna like, I'm sure you're gonna to scale out this load. I guess you just got loaded, didn't you? Yeah, just
1: about but well, I don't even know what time it is
0: well just uh, before the okay, show
1: started, yeah, I got loaded about about thirty minutes ago and I'm going up here to the nearest Catskill because I trust Caskell and ainum and I'm gonna wave my load because uh, that said I was on the coast all of it okay and yeah and then- uh, but now I don't know how the
0: qui
1: I don't know why you would show that on on your duty because when I pull in the scale now, I'm usually a charge driving because I'm I'm easy up to the scale. I I pull on the scale, I weigh it, and then I whip around, I park it, and then I go off duty. I don't I don't know how in the you'd show that on duty for a what two a couple of minutes. Well, well,
0: the company I don't that I the safe well the safety department here, the company that I work for, and I never meant try to mention names. Um, because I don't want any kind of pre- prejudice or anything like that or favoritism or anything. Uh, the, the Our log department here says a minimum of two minutes you show on duty, and they even have an option in the comment section for scaling, just like they do for loading, unloading, or anything else. But a minimum of two minutes you're supposed to show for scaling. Um, whether I do or not, I'm not going to say uh, I'm not going to divulge. I plead the fifth on that one. It's my radio show. I can do that. But anyway, I want to ask you before, you know, uh, before we run out of time also, is um, what is the – now, you you have a company, and I know a little bit about your company, um, that let's just see, kind of micromanages you a little bit. What is the, yeah. one of the worst things that your dispatcher has made you do by far, so far while you're working for your company?
1: Some of the worst. One of the worst
0: things. Yeah. Um, didn't didn't you uh, go uh, through like a hurricane or something?
1: The last hurricane. The last hurricane that went through went through Florida. Yes, who got to drive across the Bay Bridge in the middle
0: of it down at Mobile? And uh, when that you say fun. Bay, now, when you say Bay Bridge, that was Mobile Bay Bridge?
1: Oh,
0: yeah. And that's a there's There ain't nothing out there but you and the
1: ocean and the wind at 90 miles an hour. I went across that bridge on nine wheels. And two sprays. Boy, that
0: was fun. And, and they're worrying about the wind in Nebraska and Wyoming. Wait till you go through a hurricane.
1: Yeah, wait till you drive through one of them.
0: Now you did not. Now everybody would, would probably be critics. You know, everybody's a critic out there, and they would say, "Why did you go? Uh, you know, why did you not turn down the load? Why did you go through? Why did you go through that?" Well, now you have to clarify uh, how come you ended up in the middle of a hurricane.
1: Okay. When I left Texas with the load, when they okay clarify when they have uh, they call it force dispatch. They give you a load, you gotta go. That's called that's, that's force, 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 force force dispatch. Force dispatch. Yeah, that's what that's called. But see, I checked the weather. The hurricane was supposed to not even get there go you know, I was already, you know, in, already in for it. Uh, according to the weather channel, I had four days. Okay. Well, guess what? Weatherman were wrong.
0: It decided to hurry up there, a little bit, it didn't, didn't it?
1: Uh, a little bit. It saw me coming, said, "Oh, we got to eat like this,"
0: and it got me. And and what time of the morning were you going over Mobile Bay? Was it the morning? What time of day I should say? Were you going across Mobile Bay? No, oh, it was like seven o'clock at night. No oh, boys. okay.
1: All the power, all the power was out across there, and the bay bridges would be pretty in in the, in the uh, moonlight. I'm sure I couldn't see you know, I couldn't see twenty feet half the, the truck. I couldn't see nothing but sea salt or sea spray, and that was it. My truck came out and, nice and white, I why
0: don't I And clean? And so you are the only um, <clears throat> truck driver, more. I use it from loosely going <laughs> across the Bay Bridge in the middle of a hurricane. Now, mind you, there <laughs> is waves wasn't there waves or something Coming over the bridge and stuff and, and besides the wind and the rain blowing Wasn't there like some waves uh, Or something coming over
1: I don't know I couldn't, I was too busy I was too busy watching the road That they were teaching out the, out the right side of the truck To see the waves But I'm sure they was blowing up over Because I mean It was just sheets of water you couldn't see
0: anything. Right. Well, and, on another... And, and I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just going
1: to say, I ain't doing
0: it again. Now, on, an, on another topic, yes, the FMC, uh, FMCSA, the Federal Motor Carrier Association, has... um. Published a, what's, what they call, quote unquote, a clarification of the personal conveyance or PC where if you are at a shipper or receiver and you run out of time, they are now allowing you to PC to a safe haven, whether it's Walmart, truck stop what have you, and use that as personal conveyance. And it doesn't matter if you were laden under a load or not or if you're empty. Now, previous to that, it was in the rules that you could only be unladen, unloading, unloaded, or bobtailing. And uh, some of the companies that I worked for in the past, you had to, like, go to Walmart and then come back and then go on duty and then start your trip. You had to come back to the place you started. Where now, with this clarification, I, my understanding is you don't have to. How do you feel? What do you feel about that?
1: Well, I'm in open situation that would they gave you personal conveyance. Uh, if you was at, at the if he was the terminal, say you was in I don't know where your terminal may be anywhere from. Bakersfield, California, to New York. Wherever your terminal's at, and that's where you're at. You're all students. You're taking a 34 or whatever. You need to go to town. You can put it on personal conveyance, and you could go to town as long as you wasn't going halfway home. And they were fine with it, but you had to come right back to the yard. But you had to be Bob teller you couldn't be under a load or on the load or anything. You had to go straight and come back. Now,
0: right? If you
1: if you if you're out of hours and you, like some businesses we both in, you get unloaded. And I won't mention no names, but one place is real famous for it. You get loaded or empty, or whatever. You're not allowed to settle on their property. Well, if you're out of hours you you can't go anywhere. And they have a fear about it. But now with this personal conveyance, say the nearest truck stops 30 minutes away, or maybe even forty-five. I I'm, in, I'm out of hours. I'm so sure out of hours, it ain't funny. But now with this personal conveyance, I think it's a good idea. That means even though I'm out of hours, if a company where I'm unloading, or loading, whatever, so I can't Seven-minute property. No, oh, I'm doing the truck stuff, and it's not counting against my time. It's not counting against me as a violation of method. That's the nearest place I'm allowed to go. Right, and, and that's the biggest
0: thing is that you know, yeah, uh, and and DOT. That's what we almost have to instruct. The DOT officers are supposed to keep up on these new rules or you know clarifications and that kind of thing because. Now, FMCSA is is what they call federal – it is a federal organization, but it's an agency. So it's not into law. It, they can, agency can only write rules. So it isn't that we're breaking the law. We're breaking the DOT rules and regs against hours of service. So I want to clarify that as well. Everybody thinks, or people may think it's law. They say it's law, but in actuality, because I used to be a paralegal, it's actually rules and regulations. So they can't, you know, amend a law, but they can clarify it, put some clarity into it. And that just happened last week. Something I'm going to be researching, too, is that um, assistant director to the FMCSA, Martinez, was supposed to... um, speak in front of the house senate and safety committee i believe it's safety committee but the house senate back in may and i'm going to uh, research and find out what uh, those findings were on that another topic that i found was that um and the and i have it posted on my uh um cafe page and also my business page i will be putting it in the description here on the show notes that um they have come up with a radar gun that can tell that you're texting that's within cdl life so you could read that article um it's a new falcon type of gun and besides um doing your target speed or anything they can, a Virginia-based company is developing a new radar gun that not only detects speeding, but texting and driving as well. What do, you, what do you think about that?
1: Well, my phone has got this thing on it, and I can talk to the phone, and it'll, it'll text you, it'll, it'll write out the words, okay? And then I tell it to send this text message to, you know, whoever, okay? Uh, my company, my boss, uh, my dispatcher, my wife, whoever. What I do what I doing that? Do they count that as texting while you're driving? Right. Because that's and right. and because to, go ahead. to me, texting is like these idiotic fools and these and I can say that on the show because it is. They come up past me. I'm telling to they're running 65 miles an hour, and they're driving with the leaves, and they're texting away. Now, right. I'm really an idiot. I'm now, I what you're, what
0: you're what you're what you I think what you're referring to is what's called voice detects. I have an yeah, iPhone. Yeah. I we have we have to have wireless headsets. I don't. Uh, I said it on a, a previous episode. I really don't don't like. Uh, drivers use it both earbuds one earbud is fine but that too because you can't hear any horns or anything else because it makes the round sound like in your head but i have a a blue parrot a wireless headset that all i have to do is tap it one time and uh, what i do is i say message, you know, Thunderbird or or message my girlfriend or something like that. And Siri will come back and say, what would you like to say? And I dictate what I want to say. Well, uh, uh, according to the article, uh, the phone emits a certain uh, frequency, a radio frequency, and when a text message uh, is sent, it emits a real distinct frequency. And that it's supposed to allow the officers to see uh, the violation, not only the violation, but where in the car the the uh, text is coming from. So, which is supposed to um, get rid of drivers saying that, oh, the passenger was texting for me. You know, I have a texter uh, uh, texting for me in the car, or some of my kid yeah. was texting, or something like that. So I don't see how they're going to do that. I guess I guess a lot. I guess a lot more people are going to have to be using, you know, voice to text or speech to text. You know, how are they going to prove that? I
1: don't know. I don't know. I really don't know because. because I mean, yeah, I don't use uh, time, but uh, uh, there uh, is a there is a need for a cat's bill,
0: right? Yes. Yes, there is.
1: All right. Well, I uh, I'm coming up. I'm coming on that scale. We're
0: we're going to go to a commercial break. If this show is sponsored by Julia's Virtual Assistance Service, if you need a text, or I'm sorry, a transcript of your podcast. Contact Julia's Virtual Assisted Service by going to by visiting juliasva.service.com. That's juliasva. V is at Victor, A is an Appleservice.com. They do fast turnaround. They can uh, make a nice report cover for you, make it uh, page number it. They do verbatim transcription for a reasonable price. I really am glad that I found this service. Very professional quality, quick turnaround time. They're again reasonable rates. So go ahead and stop by Julia's VA That's Julia's VA for your transcripts needs for your podcast. And we would like to thank Jim also uh, for contacting about the um, gun and uh, sharing that CDL life. We would like to thank Thunderbird for being on the show this afternoon. It was great to hear from him. I'm so glad he took time out of his day to go ahead and uh, join us on the show. And we will see you all next week. Please leave a comment or if you have any questions. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Join our um, Julia's Trucked Cafe regulars discussion group. Follow us on Twitter. And before I forget, we have a big announcement. We, the announcement is that we now have a YouTube channel. You can find us on YouTube at Julia's and Cafe when you do a search. That's Julia's Trucked Cafe on YouTube. And I post all of the podcasts on youtube now so it's a lot easier for everybody to find so we have facebook we have itunes we are on twitter we now have youtube uh spreaker so we could find us in a variety of ways i'd like to thank all my listeners for um making our show a really really great show and thank you so much for uh your patience i am sorry i haven't um been on the air for a little while. I had some family stuff going on that I needed to deal with along with uh, some repairs on my truck. So Thank you again, but I'm back and I will be in the future. I'm going to still be so you want to be a truck driver, so listen to uh, for those shows that are coming up in the future and in the future, if you're a member of our discussion group, you will have First-hand knowledge of the new things that we are are doing on our website. We're going to be adding new and exciting things to our website, um, putting a little humor side, be, and so we're not so serious. I've been getting some feedback on that, that, um, oh, it's just t- too serious, and, and you have to uh, liven it up a little bit and have a little bit of humor from time to time or something like that. So uh, we're going to be adding some stuff to our website, adding some things to our show uh i want to say that i we have over 700 organic listeners i've only started the show in january and um been passing it out business card if you see me in the truck stop um you'll see the truck in the truck stop and um come up say hi Come up if you say if you like the show. Let me know. I enjoy the feedback. I'm always trying to improve the show. I'm always trying looking for listeners. I'm always looking for uh, guests to be on the show. If you would like to be a guest on the show, feel free to leave me a message. Feel free to contact me. Now, we could talk about a variety of topics. Uh, but, but all about the trucking industry. So thank you again, all of my great listeners. Again, you can... Follow us on Facebook, on, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Don't forget to be a member of our discussion group, Julia's Truckin' Cafe Regulars. And I, there again, I'm trying to keep it like a cafe, where it, like the old school where we used to walk in and sit down and everybody talk and everybody listen to each other about the good days, about our topics, about, you know, um, this new radar gun, about the uh, personal conveyance rules about the blitz what happened to them on the blitz and everything so good luck out there everybody be safe everybody be careful you know treat your officer with respect when the blitz uh this weekend don't come up with an attitude take off your flip-flops wear shoes uh be presentable be clean clean off your dash You know, make the truck look presentable, get the crap out of your passenger seat, you know, keep the truck washed, Uh, keep the trailer washed, because this way they won't see any grease or anything that you may have, or oil or whatever, Um, that may be a little bit of a leak or anything. You don't want that. So if you have a clean truck, you have a clean vehicle, you're clean, wear your seatbelt, you know, you should pass with no problem at all. Again, thank you for listening, and be safe out there, and until next time. by any of the 70 Denver area O'Reilly Auto Parts stores where you'll find everyday low prices on the parts you need to keep your vehicle at its best. Our guaranteed low prices ensure you're always getting our best deal. In fact, we'll match any auto parts store's price on any like item. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh,
1: oh, oh, O'Reilly Auto Parts.